Okay, you guys, let's do this. It's gonna be so professional. Okay. Like, so professional. Here we go. Welcome to the Lab Support Podcast with your host, Michelle Van Dusen and June Colson, a couple of clean comedians who support each other and others through comedy's wacky and whining roads. I hope you're ready. Get set. Let's go. Since podcasts have a catchy tune, we wrote this song for Michelle and June. Clean comedians are best friends too. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> and you never know what they'll say or do. Here we go, sing with me. I'm support, With Michelle, who's really short. We'll have a ball, ball, ball. With June, who's really tall. They have fun, fun, fun. Interviewing comedians. On my support, support, support. With Michelle, who's really short. Welcome to the award-winning Laugh Support Podcast. I'm your host, June Colson, here with what I think is <laughs> Michelle with one L, or should we say Shelly Van Dusen? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll say Shelly Van Dusen. Why not? Hello. We discovered a, an episode, last episode or episode before that, that Michelle does not like to be called Shelly, which is nothing but ammunition for me. Michelle, what do you have <laughs> on your paws right now? These, I gotta say, are the most fun thing ever. They're uh, oven mitts that um, some crazy lady sent me because yes. she knows I have this kitten, this cat, this Mr. Fox that I've been doing some videos with. And... um this is the best thing. It reminds me slightly of uh, Mr. Rogers, Daniel, you know, the tiger, like his paws, his little paws. What's on the inside? Okay. So what, so the reason why I sent these to Michelle one is because if you've been listening to our podcast, you know, that Michelle has a cat that she loves and adores so much named <laughs> Mr. Fox. Okay. Open it up again. So I, so her oh. birthday is tomorrow. When this airs, her birthday will be passed. But tomorrow's her birthday. And I found these huge oven mitts. When you open it up, it's like the it, it shows the backside of a cat wearing a skull cape holding a fish. I don't yes. know what that's all about. <laughs> but they're giant oven mitts that look like cat paws. And in perfect Michelle style, right before we came on the air, um, Michelle pointed out, uh, an issue with one of the gifts that I gave her. It's a beautiful, sentimental <laughs> gift. Michelle, reach back there and show them. Okay, I will. But first, let me just tell you, um, now that I have those oven mitts, I can actually paw at the cat and not get scratched. We have had a little, like, little match. So thank you for that. Now, can you get me some slippers to do the same? Okay, so this candle, you also sent me this candle. Yeah. I always wished for a friend like you. And so what I said to you, before we came on the air was uh just so you know this candle is um just like you overpowering <laughs> how and sweet is that i send this sweet sentimental <laughs> i sent a bunch of like fun stuff but then i wanted something that had a message that was from the heart and it says i've always wished for a friend like you and and the sweetest thing that i gave her she has to pop off right before we come on and say that it's as overbearing as i am so happy flipping birthday shelly <laughs> Shelly Van Thank Dusen. you. Well, actually, I'm okay with you saying Shelly, only because I got to voice uh, Shelly the Clam in uh, in a cartoon. Oh, yeah. So that's why yeah. I'm like, yeah, you can call me Shelly. And I forgot about our conversation. So yes, technically, no. There's only one person on this earth that can call me Shelly. 
and that happens to be John, um, John, uh, Rhonda's, John Corey. <laughs> I'm like, what's oh, his Rhonda name? Corey. Rhonda Corey. Rhonda Corey's Rhonda husband. Corey comedy. Rhonda Corey of Talk is yes. Cheap. The Rhonda yes. Corey who has Rhonda yes. Corey comedy, clean comedy, hand sanitizer. That's that Rhonda right. Corey? Yeah. yeah. I, I happen to have some of her sanitizer right here. Look, Look at this. That. Look I at know. that. Ooh. So Michelle, tomorrow is your birthday. Are you going to tell us how old you are? Uh, I want to say 54, but don't quote me on that. I don't know. I don't do. Math. I, I want to say that. I'm 35, but I'm not. <laughs> like, I, I want to say 25, but I'm 72. Don't I look great? Oh um, my goodness. I don't know. I'm in my fifties. So whatever, you know, it's whatever. It's somewhere in there. Um, oh, so here, this is one other thing that you sent me. Oh, y'all got to see this. Okay, oh my for gosh. our listeners, let me tell you, I found a Bob <laughs> Ross finger puppet. He's got his little palette with his paint on it and his brush and his crazy hair. I love it. Such crazy hair. Like I crazy. Sh- hair. I should have got myself one too. You know, I try not to be too selfish, but, um, but after you, I saw it and I sent it to you, it gave me such joy that, and, and then showing my husband what I sent and telling Rhonda, I'm like, oh. I just need a Bob Ross finger puppet in my life, you know? So I think you're going to have fun with that. What else did you get? Definitely. Michelle? Okay. So um, I'm just going to, oh, I, I showed you this too. This is um, like a cat towel, right? Yeah. It's- yeah. It's a, it's a towel that it's little paws go over the towel rack and Velcro's on and it looks just like Mr. Fox. Yeah. So um, when behind me, I have that multicolored curtain kind of a thing. Yes. Um, when that's down, I have a I have a pipe there, and I put him there. Um, so Mr. Fox can attack. Uh, the what new did Fox. Mr. Fox think about, like the mittens and the and the cat that looks like him? He spent a lot of time just sniffing, and then uh, then he takes his little paw and he like touches it, and then he touches it, and then he touches it, and then he kind of does one of these and he touches it with his other paw so it's just he just like bats at it really carefully like is it gonna hurt me is it okay you know the bible stories much better than i do but i just read not long ago like there was a point where like a hand like like a hand comes from heaven and scribes on a wall you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah and and everybody was like freaked out because it was this massive hand that like scribbled onto the wall that's got to be what those paws are like for the kitten that's like (laughs) That's like Mr. Fox's, you know, God coming down from heaven with the giant paw. Like that has to be like what's going through his mind, don't you think? I think so. I think so. Um, and these are fantastic. Okay, so I, I, for, I wait, love for our listeners definitely look up um, because we have learned that the Bible according to Junebug can be a little confusing for people. So this is I just bring these things up to encourage you to open the word and get in the word and never listen to my words because those will mess you up all day long. Okay, you'll find that story in the Old Testament. So um, have fun and just Google it. And then go look it up. But it'll be in the Old Testament. It'll be in the yeah. front half of the Bible. Uh, <laughs> just FYI. Okay, okay. So I loved what you sent me. Thank you. Now, this is what Rhonda Corey sent me. Um, it's a little tiny cat, right? Tiny yes. little tiny little cat. And uh, this girl, look how, I don't know if you can see, she's got gray hair and her sweater. Okay, so these little... are Legos that Michelle's oh, showing. Yeah. There's a, a little, little cat Lego. Lego that she just showed me. And then there's like an, there's an older lady with long silver hair and a pink sweater on. What's on her sweater, Michelle? 
well, she's wearing a fanny pack, okay, and then she has cat hair everywhere because this is called the cat scratch post cat lady or something. I'm not really sure. It just it cracked me up uh, when she sent it. One, I love Legos, so if you ever want to send me anything, Legos is the thing that or um, you know the ding dongs or Twinkies or you know that kind of stuff. But um, Legos, like I live for Legos. And she sent me that. And I'm like, oh, it's a Lego. And then I, I read the package that it was a cat lady. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then I opened it. And I'm like, oh, Rhonda. <laughs> Rhonda Corey. Rhonda Corey. again. Oh, yeah. she's the arch nemesis right now. Rhonda yep. Colson Corey and her cat lady Legos. I love that the cat lady has cat hair on her sweater. That yes. absolutely cracks me up. The fanny oh. pack. Now, the fanny pack is a thing, though. Like, oh, yeah. it's not just old people that wear fanny packs now. They're like, they're back in style. It's, it's my, well, like they... my son's girlfriend, she carries around a fanny pack and my, well, both of my son's girlfriends, I believe have them and they're like really? expensive and yeah, um... yeah. Because I guess because, um, there's a lot of places now that won't let you carry in purses and bags and those kind of things. And, but wow. they'll let you carry in a fanny pack. And so, Seriously. and then also, yeah. And also huh. now, like uh, it used to be at places like Kings Island and Six Flags and all of that, you could have like a cinch bag, like a cinch sack that had mm -hmm. your stuff in it and they would have little lockers to the side. You'd put it in there, ride the ride, grab the bag and go. But now you'll, people will stand in those lines for like an hour and a half, get up there and they're like, yeah, you can't ride. You can't ride mm -hmm. with that bag. And yeah, but if you have a fanny pack on that you can lock in and it's locked around your waist, they'll, they'll let you do yeah, it. But, okay. but really like, if you look it up now, like celebrities are wearing fanny packs and like, I'm seeing young people, like young hip people. So I think that's what that Rhonda was saying about you is like, you're super hip. That's right. And you have My a fanny pack on your hips. Yep. You have that's a fanny pack on right. your hips. Well, you know, I'm not saying fanny... yes, your hips are huge. <laughs> I, that yes mm -hmm. came out at the wrong time. You know uh -huh, how sometimes uh -huh. you try to say uh -huh. something and then it just... It was poor timing. And who am I to talk about big hips? Listen. Yeah. Yeah. All, all day long. Well, you know, fanny packs have actually never gone out of style because when people started being coming like dog walkers or, or animal caretakers, they've always wore fanny packs. And if you look at the animal trainers on, um, if you ever went to a Disney show, like with the animals. Yeah, or, but that doesn't um, make them in style. But they've always had them on there because that's where they right. always keep their snacks. But or there's treats. a difference between being in style and wearing something for work. You know what I mean? Like, right. Like, my husband right now is wearing turnout gear because he left my house to go to a structure fire. You could say, oh, well, turnout gear is in style because firemen wear it. But it would be weird if I wore it walking down the street. You know what I'm saying? I'm I think saying. it would be amazing. I think you should do that and we should watch a video of it because you you have we have videos of you going across the street in a llama costume, yes. like and a taco. Yes. So I think uh, turnout gear, is that what you called it? Turnout gear, yeah. yeah. I think you should do that same thing. <laughs> Do yes. some kind of some kind of video of you doing that. Okay, now look at this. See this? These I yes. have uh, smiley stress balls, right? Yes. I love these things. I got these um, a couple of weeks ago with this cup that says "Too blessed to be stressed." I don't know if you mm. can see that. Even though you're stressed out by that smelly candle that's right beside oh. your blessed. Is that what you're trying to do? Is balance out the smell of the candle with a "Too blessed to be stressed" and then a stress ball? <laughs> To cover I, just, the <laughs> I just put the stress ball on top, then the bottom nice. of the stress ball smells. No, it's it actually it's a wonderful smelling candle. It's yeah. just um too much for me. 
So, but it's, that's the, fine. The funny thing is when you order from Amazon, I, it, no matter how close you get your nose to the computer screen, you cannot smell the scent. <laughs> I tried. I tried. I tried my laptop. I tried my phone. I was here on the Apple computer. <laughs> I couldn't smell it, so I had to guess. Okay, so what are we going to talk about comedy-wise today, Van okay, Dusen? Well, well, first off, with everything that we just talked about, like the fanny packs being out of style, then they're now back in style. Like yes. that's the common um, fashion, you know, when fashion comes in and out. Yes. Those are things that you can glean comedy from or start writing stuff from. Okay, but I have a question for you. Okay. Um, I think today we should talk about different ways that you can connect with your audience. Mm, um so like you know normally when when you're doing your show like just throughout the summer whatever there's no um theme connected to it but you're just doing your show yes how do you then take that show and connect to an audience when you're doing like a holiday show so it's a christmas party so christmas part christmas Mm -hmm. is coming up soon right so people are going to want christmas shows at at banquets and things like that how do you do you uh, do you go ahead and just rewrite and just write all new stuff or do you somehow take what you have and just tweak it to what they're doing? Like how do you, how do you make, how are you going to connect with your audience when you're doing a Christmas show or a mm. holiday show of some sort? I see. Okay. So, uh, probably both. The answer would be both of those things. Um, I write new stuff. Sometimes I don't write all new stuff. I don't write a whole new set for, you know, a Christmas party. But for example, I have um, I have a story about tricking my husband into wearing an ugly sweater to a party that wasn't an ugly sweater party. <laughs> and he showed up with a giant goat Christmas sweater on and everybody else was not dressed that way. <laughs> a goat sweater? <laughs> it was a goat. It was a goat Christmas sweater, really an ugly Christmas sweater. And um, while we're at this party, this is when he was still chief of um, the city fire department. Now, I say he just left for a fire even after retiring um, after a year of, you know, almost 30 years of being a a professional firefighter. He is um, he's volunteering and helping the community that we live in now. So it just never leaves their veins, I guess. But at the time he was the you know, he was the fire chief of the third largest city in the state of Kentucky. And we were at a Christmas party and he was wearing a goat sweater and I was in the dining room talking and laughing with my girlfriends or whatever. The guys had already picked on him about the goat sweater. And the next thing I know, he comes into the dining room, serious face and goes, get up. We got to go. And I was like, oh, what's up? And he said, um, Indian Hills is on fire. And Indian oh. Hills is a, a huge country club here in the city and it's an older building and it was fully engulfed. It was a Mm -hmm. big, big deal. And he goes, I got to go. And so we get in the car and we were passing our home. He had a, uh, he didn't drive his fire chief car unless he was going Mm -hmm. back and forth to the fire department, but we actually were passing our subdivision for him to get there. So on the way I'm like, okay, babe, what what can I do to help you to get out the door? Cause obviously he was trying to hurry. And he goes, I don't know, just get me another sweater. <laughs> and I was like, Oh gosh. But all of our friends like literally just stood by Twitter and the news all night long, hoping to catch a glimpse of my husband in the goat sweater. Right. <laughs> and so what I would do, if it's a Christmas party, I'm going to take that story. I'm going to tighten it up mm-hmm. and I'm going to share the ugly Christmas sweater story. I'm not going to do that in general. Uh, you know, if it's June at 
a regular show. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, June the month, not June the, it's just a regular yeah. show. Same I'm not, thing. I'm probably not going to do the ugly Christmas sweater. Right. Yeah. Or, um, or I'll look and see like what's going on in local news around the holidays. Like, uh, I've done a couple of black Friday shows. So I have a few jokes that I've written about black Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I will write some stuff or pull some stuff out that is relevant to the season. Whenever I do um, like Valentine's Day banquets or a date night, I will customize it by doing the material I have about me and my husband. I will make sure that that material is in there because I'm talking to an audience of husband and wives. I know who my audience is tonight and I'm going to talk about mm-hmm. my husband. When I do a women's event, a Mother's Day event, I have material about being a mom and my kids and one of them getting naked at the Toys R Us. And so I'm going to make sure <laughs> That I talk about the, you know, naked toddler at Toys R Us. That's that's going to be in there. But I don't rewrite everything. I first start mm-hmm. by looking at what do I have that is um, would be appropriate for this show that really targets the audience that I'm in front of. And then I will look at material that I have and go, okay, what can I change up? Like hot dogs, pyro show is typically a 4th of July joke. But if, I, if it's Christmas, then we're close to New Year's. And so I'm going to talk about New Year's. Mm-hmm. You saw my door open, didn't you? Did yes. You my door open. Someone is yeah. home and doesn't realize we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for my dog to come in. Yeah, it, it wasn't a ghost, I promise. It wasn't. A, but maybe that's a Halloween joke right now. We'll talk about it. And the fact that the door is closing, you know, it's not the dog. <laughs> yes. I have a yeah. I, there's a cat in it, you know, with his paw, you know, trying to open my door, but it's closed. It's locked. <laughs> yeah, that's not the cat. And if right, well, my dog can actually open doors. Like I just got home with grocery bags and he came out. My husband was uh he was hooking up the water sprinkler or whatever in the yard. So the dog was already outside. He and Jason shut the door behind him and I had bags on my shoulders. And you know, moms, like we're gonna go in the house with all of the groceries. I'm not taking two trips. I'll have them hanging off my earrings oh, see, if I have no. to. I can't. I can't. I'm, I take more well, than one I'm, trip. That's what I'm doing. I'm packing it all in. I got and also so I can go. Thanks for the help, everybody. Because <laughs> I, you know, I don't want to squish the bread, so I do uh, not take everything in at no, one I'm time. No, I'm strategic where I put the bread. But I was standing on the steps, and Reggie was out there with me, the boxer retriever mix, and I was like, "Okay, buddy, <laughs> open the door, Reggie." And he turned around and looked at because he he can. And my husband's like, okay. And I go, Reggie, open the door. And girl, he jumped up, hit it with his paws and pushed it forward. And that dog let me in oh, my house. Cool. <laughs> so you have one of those, um, latches. Yes. It's one of those. Flips. Yeah. That, so that yeah, makes more sense. Okay. okay. So back, back to the material. So do, wait, so what do you do? Do you the same thing or? Well, wait, no, I, I have, I have some questions. Oh, because, follow-ups. Okay. Yeah. I got, I got follow-ups girl. So with your Christmas sweater story, mm-hmm. then you were talking about if you're doing like a, a date night, you know, or a Valentine's thing, do you ever, could you, do you ever take the Christmas sweater and change it into bad gifts, like add it into a yeah. bad gift kind of a thing? Yeah. Um, because that to me is hilarious that you could have that as a bad gift and add more things. Yeah. As bad so, yeah. So as you know, I do, I do a, a bit about that. I thought my husband was attracted to me because I'm a tall blonde and it must be the legs. And it was more about the feet because I wear the same size shoe as him. So he could just buy me boots that fit him every holiday for Christmas. <laughs> like I, I have four pairs of men's um, 
Oh gosh, I just went blank. What are the names of the what are the name of the shoes? The big brown boots. The Dockers? No. The, um, I haven't Dock done this. Dockers? This is no. what happens when you haven't yeah. done a joke in a while. I haven't so done he that buys you boots so that Timberland, he can borrow Timberland it. boots. Timberland. Timberland boots. And no kidding, I looked it up. And Timberland boots, I don't know if they still have it, but their um motto used to be you're never going to get to retire. So why should your boots? <laughs> like, <laughs> how romantic is that for your man to give you a pair of boots for Valentine's Day with the slogan on the front that says you'll never get to retire? Why should your boots? <laughs> so, yeah. So if I'm doing Valentine's and I'm talking about gifts or whatever, then I may spin it and be like, oh, my gosh, one Christmas or last Christmas, I bought him this goat sweater. And then it'll lead into mm -hmm. You know, so it'll be like a, a one up. He always kind of comes out on top, you know, when it comes to the joke, like I usually end up being the butt of the joke. But but yeah, I mean, I'll 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 switch things around a little bit. I'll change if it's if I'm mentioning a holiday and it can be switched out with a different holiday. I'll just change the holiday oh, I like if it that. doesn't change the joke. So, yeah, yeah, I like I, li I like how you do that, because that to me seems easier and um just gives you an opportunity to already take what you have and then just rework it some yeah but at the same time i love the fact that you're always constantly writing so yeah with with your um holiday sweater your, your goat sweater did you see uh in the news or maybe it was on tiktok or whatever but there was <laughs> these women in this church they got their husbands to wear the exact same shirt like the at for the same weekend and then after after that they had you know like a banquet what um uh casseroles you know and all that where they eat yeah. afterwards potluck. so yeah potluck so they all they're all attended service and so it was like you had the worship team all the men that was on the stage all had the exact same shirt oh wow see that? no i have to look that up that's that's wicked awesome yeah so it awesome. just reminded me of the of your goat sweater which i think is hilarious now how do you go from uh a holiday theme kind of a deal and and you know we just heard about how you re you rewrite stuff and and make it towards that season how do you go from that to like an inspirational um, comedy show because I know mm. that you don't just do straight stand up. Right. You you know you you're also a speaker. People hire you to come in and speak. So how yeah. do, you, do you how much comedy do you add into your inspiration or, or into your your talks? Mm. And how much do you leave? You know, like what's the yeah. is it fifty fifty? Is it thirty four? Like how do you how do you do that? Um, typically I'll talk to them about like, how much time would you like it to be comedy and how much time would you like me to speak? Because, you know, sometimes they're like, man, we, we want more comedy than, uh, you know, the inspirational talk. And then some people are like, well, we just like a few minutes of comedy. And then if you could share a testimony or whatever. And so mm -hmm. I always customize it to the expectation of the, the people that I'm going to see. So, um, for example, like, uh, a women's, like a mother's day luncheon that I did, they wanted like 30 minutes of comedy, 15 minutes of inspirational speaking. And so I knew that it was going to be a Mother's Day luncheon. So I pulled out all of my mom material, my um, relationship with my husband type material. And I kind of built the theme of the conversation I was going to have around not being a perfect person. 
which allowed me to to tell all these jokes and stories about my naked kid in Toys R Us and me catching my rug on fire and my kid going to the ER 13 times. And and so basically I just uh, took took the jokes that I had about being a mom and then customized what I was going to talk about by letting that roll into how none of us are perfect, you know, the type of parent that God is and um and that it's okay to you know not be the perfect mom because none of us are and so it it, it led me into that but i still sprinkled in there some funny stories because for me i i feel like when you're sharing and especially we're trying to reach somebody's heart it's it's a bit of a roller coaster ride right Mm-hmm. You want to, you want them to ride up with you. And then when you get down in that valley and when you're having the deep, serious conversations, you can't leave somebody in there, right? Mm-hmm. You got to let right. them breathe and then ride again and breathe and then ride again. And so, um, so that's where the comedy comes in for me as well. Like I'll, I'll get into the, the meat of it and the seriousness of it, but then comedy and laughter diffuses tension or fear, and it gives this little release. And the same way that when you write a joke, you have the buildup, right? And then the laugh mm-hmm. is released, and the buildup and the laugh. I, I kind of look at how I write when I'm going to um, be an inspirational speaker, or I get an opportunity to share with people. Almost the same way as building your set in comedy, or the same way that you build a joke, you 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 allow them to go along for the ride but you don't hold the tension too long where it becomes uncomfortable or ineffective, if that makes sense. So that's just, that's kind of how I do it. That's good. That's good. Good stuff, June Colson. Good stuff. Thank you you very much. What about you? Is it all, do you rebuild sets for specific shows or I know you write about the Dewey decimal system. We've talked about that this season. (laughs) Well, I only did the Dewey decimal system because it was comedy on Dewey. So Mm -hmm. that was a, it was appropriate for the place. Um, but now maybe I should add some more stuff in there. Uh, no, I, I don't build sets. Um, the last time I had a hammer and a nail in my hand, uh, the nail bounced off the wall and poked me in the eye. So I'm like, my husband's like, you can't build sets. I'm like, okay, then. Comedy Uh, said, Michelle, focus, focus. Oh, oh. I'm saying focus is I'm playing with my ring light because it it just (laughs) fell over and I'm like, "Mm, okay, I'm just going to do this. Go ahead, Michelle. (laughs) You remind me of a romper room right now. And I see Rhonda and Trisha's I'm too young sister. for that. And- <laughs> you have to explain. Wow. <laughs> I'm not 50 something like you, Michelle. <laughs> That's oh, true. Happy birthday. You're a baby. <laughs> I've never seen romper room. Thank I don't you. know what that is. I'm really? Like never? No, but I'll Google it. Google it and I'll then it ask, ask Rhonda what she thought of it. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, well, what about when you, what about when you do inspirational speaking and when you have holiday shows and things like that? Do you uh, do the same well, or are you different than my train of thought? Most people are different no, than my train of thought. No, I'm, I'm a little different um, because I, I'm a, I'm a visual, I, I, I like props. And mm. um, so, so one time I, I was doing a, um, I was, I was doing a keynote at a woman's retreat and it was about our words and how our words entangle mm, us. Yeah. And so I had a volunteer person come up and 
as you know, as as we talked about, you know, when we say things that go against a, of who God created us to be, or our image in Him, our identity in Christ. When so when they spoke against it, you know, oh, I'm stupid, oh, I'm dumb. Like you know, when you put yourself down. So yeah. as as they put themselves down, then we wrapped them uh, in toilet paper. Okay, so we took we took the paper and we just kept wrapping it around around. So the, the person ends up becoming a mummy. Um, this is why people love being my volunteer. So, so this person is now covered in toilet paper. And then the word that the Bible talks about how we're supposed to wash, um, wash ourselves, wash our mind with the word of God. So now I had the, the audience, uh, was was quoting scripture and I was having the person that was wrapped up by their own words now quoting a scripture and then quoting another one and quoting another one. And as they quoted it, (laughs) I had the super soaker <laughs> with water <laughs> and I, <laughs> I was going to spray this person down. And before I began, <laughs> Michelle, I said, stop, stop. You thought it was going to be a good idea to wrap an audience member in toilet paper and then spray them with water and have soggy. Yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Because it was going to wash Please away. Please tell me. Okay, it, what happened? So, so it wasn't going to wash away. They were going to have soggy toilet paper it was, on their clothes. No, it was it was one ply. It was very, very okay. thin. Okay, it was okay. you know, it, it wasn't like the double ply, the fancy stuff. It wasn't Charmin. And um, so as as I was discussing, you know, what was going to do, and I had a volunteer that was like, "Yeah, let me, I'll do it." Like they were all set to be part of the illustration. Um. And, you know, we had like a, a baby pool that they're going to stand in so water wouldn't get everywhere kind of a thing. Uh, anyway, somebody on the staff, um, kind of religious-ish, was like, yeah, we can't have anything being sprayed in the audience. I'm like, it's not going to be on the audience. She's like, no, yes. we can't. So she shut that thing down. <gasps> so, like, shut it down big time. So, so you- I just... I had to say, okay, now just pretend, pretend I'm spraying you with the water. So it, as we pretended to be sprayed, um, then, you know, the, the paper got torn and, you know, fell down kind of a thing. Anyway, but that was, that was my one inspirational, uh, one of the ones that I just remember <laughs> the most because it just <laughs> cracked me up so much. So you, like, so you go with humorous props. You go with yes. audience participation and humorous props. Yeah, yeah, because it it adds it it, it gives them a visual of oh, never yeah. forgetting that. Like I'll never forget ever. the story. <laughs> yeah, so you get it. And then like when when my husband and I when um we taught children's church, um, one time we did a a thing about um being uh, being a tool for God, and so we had tools, you know, a hammer and a yes. nail and and screwdrivers and all the drills and whatever tools because you know mm. he was a carpenter at the time, and so um, we went through that kind of a thing. So that now bring it back to inspirational for comedy. Like if I was doing a comedy set, mm-hmm. um, my story of wanting to be a nun when I was younger. And what happened from that, mm, Yeah, that whole process of that story has punchlines in it. And um, so I'll usually just tell that. And it's part of, it's connected with my testimony. It's connected, you know, it's personal. Uh, it's real life that um, there's parts of it that I've embellished. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. not all of it, not all of yeah. it's embellished, 
but parts of it are embellished just to make it. Uh, Your testimony funnier. is true. Your testimony yes. is true. And the humorous part of it is enhanced. It's yes. not lying. It's that's part of just being a good speaker. And, you know, I'm kind of working on something right now about um, when mom passed away and uh, the dream that I had the night before she passed mm. away. Oh, that and was such a good dream. It was such a good dream. And, and, and I talked about it a few episodes uh, back in our podcast. We were just saying that we've had 25 guests. Is that what you said? If you yeah, count we, who we have today, is that right? Uh, yes, I believe we had about 25 guests. We might have 26. Depends if we, if we do another. Um, yes, yes. But just, but just this far, um, you know, I, I shared in one of the episodes about when mom passed away and how I had dreamed the night before that her legs were healed. And, and the dream was actually a pretty funny dream where she was exercising and dancing to chubby checker. And um, so I'm writing that for something in January and it's not, I'm not writing. It's not a lie what I'm writing. I'm just enhancing the humor of what I dreamed and adding some childhood stuff to it. Yeah. Um, just to lead in to something else. So I think, you know, as, as it, it, folks like us who do comedy, but also are, are called to speak and share our testimonies and things like that, that it is important to to keep the integrity of your testimony intact. But mm -hmm. yours is hilarious. Your testimony is hilarious. The fact that you wanted yeah. to be a nun and then the whole like. They weren't interested. No. <laughs> oh, not that into you, Michelle. It's hilarious. And it leads to something um, really important that you want to share. So I yeah. think, well, I think it's the same thing. It's like what I was talking about. When you're doing those things, you're talking about something serious. You're talking about somebody's salvation. Mm -hmm. And you take them on a ride as well. You take them, yeah. you take them like the flying nun, like um, yeah. Sally Field. You you take them flying through your nun story. And it's, and it's awesome. And I, yeah. I think it makes it easier, like I said, for people to digest the conversations that we're having. So that's super yeah. cool. Yeah. So this season... Mm -hmm. Y'all definitely go back. I mean, we've got a few more episodes that we're going to record before um, the end. But today we we're just talking about there's so we've had so many amazing guests this season. A lot oh, of guests so who many. have things that have happened since they've been on. I was just glancing over seeing like Brian Kahatsu, his dry bar has come out. It's yes. doing really well. So, you know, go back, listen to Brian Kahatsu and um, our friend Deanna Lane, she's now, she's now filming a sitcom. Um, I know. Oh and what's it called, Michelle? Uh, it's called Fade Away. Fade Away. And it's a, it's set in a funeral home. Is that correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, so that's in process right now. I just love going back and looking at like all the different things. Our friend Jeff Allen, he's, um, he's filming a movie right now. Mm -hmm. And well, I think he just finished his yeah, just know, part of it. He just wrapped up and he's back on the road wide open. Um, Wynette Turner from yeah. the Huckabee show, her son, we talked mm -hmm. about on the show. Um, he just got his first gold record. Was that a gold record? Because I mean, yes, he just like got so his first gold sales. record. And yeah, what's so cool. um, what's so cool is, and I'm sure people say it because it's um, it's Chase Matthew, mm -hmm. and I it, and I think people want to say Matthews, but I'm like making sure that I say it properly. Okay, so Chase Matthew, he just got his gold record, but but what does that have to do with Wynette? The other day, yeah. I saw a video of her and her mom. Um, I believe Chase calls her Meemaw, uh, 
Chase's mom and Meemaw, Wynette and her mother on stage with Chase singing back up at one of his concerts. Wow. And we talked about what a phenomenal singer she is oh and gosh, how yes. she, she's been a writer in Nashville for a long time and, and she's extremely talented. But how cool is one of our guests is now singing back up to one of the up and coming biggest stars in country music right now. And oh, her son just got a gold record. So that's that's super cool. Um who else? Who else? Oh, we have uh, uh we had Christian McCartney. Yeah, Christian McCartney mm-hmm. on. Bob Smiley yep. took us to number one on the Creative Motion Network. How many That's now, right. Michelle? You said we've been in the top ten on Creative Motion Network about how many times this season? This season, it's about fourteen. Um, wow. We have, a couple, we have a couple more that still need to be released before um, this episode is released. So that actually that number may go up, which it's just mm. really amazing yeah. that. People are tuning in on Roku on the Creative Motion Network yes. and um, listening. And, oh, we did get some new listeners in Sweden. So nice. That, yep. I think that's pretty cool. So we're uh, we're expanding our reach. Mm-hmm. I did um, this morning when I was Googling our. Um, yeah, I guess it was I was Googling. I was looking on Audible yes. where, you know, to find our, our um, podcast. And I found out that if you Google. Um, or search for laugh support mm-hmm. and hot breath media that we pop up. So it's oh, nice. um, yeah. So Joel's um, podcast pops up and ours pops up because oh, we're cool. under the umbrella of hot breath media. And yes. so because of that, it sometimes uh, it's easier to find us through that way. So I just thought yeah. it was really cool. That is super cool. That's so cool. Dennis Gaxiola, he's one who has his um, dry bar, his second dry bar has come out yes. since mm-hmm. he's been on the show. So that's one to to watch. Um, I get to see Sylvia Tremor Morrison next week at the LOLGCA. So maybe we'll talk about nice. that in a future episode. But man, we have been so blessed to have some pretty amazing guests this season. We've got a few more episodes up our sleeves this season, Mm -hmm. y'all. So definitely continue to stay tuned in. And listen, do us a favor. Do us a huge favor and and like us on social media, okay? Subscribe to us on YouTube to the Laugh Support Podcast, okay? Find um, Find us on Facebook and Instagram. And like us and subscribe to us on YouTube. So listen, the Life Support Podcast, if you are listening, you know that you can find us on pretty much any of the major podcast platforms, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Spotify, Player FM, and others. And if you want to see Michelle's amazing cat paws and all the cool gifts that she got for her birthday, then you definitely want to be able to watch this episode. And you can do that on Vimeo, on the Creative Motion Network, on Roku TV, or on our YouTube channel. Also, you can see my cool t-shirt. I want to shout out to my daddy, Hot Dog. He's having um, open heart surgery on Monday, and I'm sporting the t-shirt. It's it's. I have a t-shirt on that says Hot Dog, and then it has a big um, hot dog on the front of it, and it says the man, the myth, the legend. So if you know much, or you've listened to much sure. of our podcast, my dad is a bit of a legend. So in honor of him today, I'm wearing my hot dog, the man, the myth, the legend. And, you know, I know this will be after the surgery. We're all in prayer for hot dog, but we also are praying for any of the staff who happens to come encounter with that man. Help them, help them, (laughs) help them. (laughs) Before, during, and after his surgery, because let's just say 
that when he's it, it, when he's at the medical center, everybody knows it. They I, all, I think, I think they, they have a special code for hot dog, the man, the myth, the legend, whenever he comes in the building. I think you need to sell some of those shirts there. I think that would be oh, yes. um, benefit. Yes. I, I'm pretty sure all of them will end up buying them. They'll be like, we'll support him. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. Or at least maybe maybe give a few to to the nurses or the doctors that are taking care of him because he, yeah. he's a lot. He's a lot, Michelle. So before we um, head off today, yes. I have uh, another question. What do you have coming up? Because uh, oh. you said you're going to be uh, speaking at the LOL GCA? Yeah, this GCA, LOL GCA. Yes, um, this will air after that. But yeah, I have okay. the uh, honor of speaking at the Living on Laughter. Um, it's it's the Christian Gospel Comedy Association uh, or the Gospel Christian Association. Um, and it's in Triangle, Virginia. And it's uh, a lot of amazing comics are going to be there. And I'm absolutely humbled and honored to be asked to talk about um, to talk about the creative motion network to talk about our podcast and nice. to talk, uh, to give a talk titled, is this a good idea or is this a God idea? So that's what we're going to talk about. And I love and, it. Um, yeah. So that's going on. And then in November, mm -hmm. ooh, next recording, I will tell you exactly when, but in November, I will be uh, a part of a show outside of Indianapolis. Um, and it's, um, it's open to the public and it's a toy drive. So it's for a good cause and I'll give you more details in our next episode. All right, y'all. That's going to be it. I love it. For this episode of the Laugh Support Podcast, as always, Jesus and Junebug loves you. Michelle, give him a kitty cat wave with your big old paws. <laughs> wave with your kitty cat and, and tell um, us tell us to have a perfectly good day. <laughs> Well, see if if I if I wave with this, then I actually can't click that the recording's over. So oh, I'm no. gonna take okay. Wave gonna, with one. Wave with I'm one. gonna take it off. Yeah. And uh, if you happen to be in the Broken Arrow uh, area, come yes. and check. Um, I'm gonna be working with. Uh, I'm opening. I'm hosting a show at the Bethel Church in Broken Arrow. It's on October 22nd, and Nicole Miller is headlining. And Gary Thompson will be featuring. So it's going to be a, a really fun, Sweet. fun show. So come out and see that. And uh, yeah, I, I can't, this, it, they're so new and I can't, this is, this is it. I'll do this, this, this is how okay. I'll say Michelle's goodbye. waving goodbye with her big fat yeah. paw. Okay. <laughs> with Tell the big goodbye, fat Michelle. <laughs> goodbye. Have a good one. We'll see you later.